Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello, fellow explorers. Thank you for diving in and exploring with us. We're on a mission to explore beyond comfort zones because that is where growth takes place. We believe that exploration is for everyone. It can take place anywhere, no matter your location or situation. And we've made exploring even easier dive episodes and their descriptions to follow along the journey with us. So many ways to explore, pick one today and experience life outside your comfort zone. Way back in episode 11, we discussed what it takes to be a superhero. Today, we're exploring what our superpowers are. A few months ago, we had a meeting with Mary Beth Robinson of Superpower Inc. She has an innate ability to sense what people's talents and gifts are and helps to guide them in a way so that they're making the best use of these super traits. Mary Beth said of Siren Soapbox podcast, there's a lot of self-discovery, each growing through their own metamorphosis. Got an idea? Go ahead and pitch it. Dig deep. It's coming out. Maybe uncomfortable. (laughs) Sounds a lot like us. (laughs) So we're (laughs) going to soapbox about our reports from Mary Beth, discuss them together, and then listeners you get a special sneak peek behind the scenes at our conversation with Mary Beth. But first, if at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is... Mango. Mango. First up on our soapbox is Mer. When I read my superpower reading from Mary Beth Robinson, I was a little surprised by the accuracy of it. I mean, I had never had a conversation with this woman. So I found it interesting that she had any insight into who I am. My superpower is defender. Mary Beth said that sweet Mary, she's talking about me, is what the world gets to see most of the time, but that I have a sleeping giant within that dares to be disturbed. She said, I will not stand by and watch injustices occur, that I have a broader sense of life and care about people and the struggles they face. She said that if I have kids, I've taught them to be strong and to do the right thing. And of course, every mother wants to believe that. And that made me think of this time when Gracie had a bully and she was in the third grade at the time. I mean, this boy would like pick on her every day. She didn't even want to go to school anymore. At the end of the school year, their class had a picnic at a local pool and they got to go swimming. Gracie packed an extra towel for some reason, and she had money for the snack bar. And that little boy who had been picking on her had nothing with him that day. So Gracie gave him one of her towels and she shared her lunch with him and she bought him a slushie. (laughs) And that's how the bully situation was resolved. And we all learned a valuable lesson that day. That is that when people are mean, it's likely because they aren't getting enough love. Mary Beth asked if I was an attorney, which I find interesting because while I'm not an attorney, I work very closely with attorneys every day and I love my job in the legal department. She also suggested that I spend time volunteering for some sort of organization that advocates for people. 
And I have found that my favorite types of volunteer work is the type where I'm helping underserved people. So for example, I spent time volunteering at the free store food bank earlier this year and felt so full afterwards. And in the past, I volunteered putting together stuffed animals for children who are experiencing homelessness. And that was probably my favorite volunteer activity. I need to find a new volunteer opportunity at this point in my life also. So that'll be some criteria I'll look for. Mary Beth ended the reading by saying, there's a sleeping giant of a person inside of you. It gets activated when you see injustice. I really like the side of you as well as the sweet side of you, but the sleeping giant in you is formidable when awakened. She is brilliant, outspoken, unapologetic, resourceful, charismatic, a leader, an example to others, etc. Now I ask you, who wouldn't love reading? Who wouldn't love a reading that strokes one's ego like this? I believe it <laughs> ought to be true though. And uh, I think that makes me feel quite proud of the person that I am. Sara, did you like your superpower reading? Well, I will say that I did enjoy reading what Mary Beth had to say about my superpower. It's pretty detailed. So I felt like I had to read it several times to try and take it all in and ruminate a bit on how it made me feel. I mean, the first sentence starts with, you have a great personality. So my initial instinct was, hey, of course I do. This lady really knows what she's talking about. In all seriousness, seriousness though, I did find that some of the things Mary Beth had to say did strike a chord with me. For instance, the seeking wisdom superpower that I apparently have felt right. I do seek wisdom, but the description of how I do it was perfect. I don't seek wisdom in a heavy theoretical way. I'm much more practical. And I've never thought about it in that, in that sense, but I agree that I prefer to operate on a practical level rather than a deep spiritual level. And I find that this has really helped me at work a lot that I have this superpower. I love the part where Mary Beth describes life with me as magical. Again, how do you not like to hear that this could be true, right? I think it is pretty true though, when it comes to the adventures that Bill and I like to go on. And as far as trying new things and exploring and being curious, well, that's part of why I love being a siren on this podcast, right? We're the very manifestation of exploration. These are some of the superpowers that really resonated for me but I also appreciated the advice at the end of my reading about how I can experience more of the magic by not allowing myself to be around fussy or negative people. It could be true for most folks, I suppose, but it's definitely true that I'm in a better place emotionally when I surround myself with positivity. This really rang true for me for quite a few personal reasons. Overall, I found this to be pretty eye-opening and I'm looking forward to diving into what everyone else thought about their readings. Jess, how did you like finding out about your superpower? Well, when we were told that we were going to be finding out about our superpowers, I wasn't really sure what that would mean. However, after getting my reading from Mary Beth, I was pretty excited to read through it. Mary Beth was right on in saying that I was flexible and adapt to change well. After all, I literally just moved across the ocean. I don't always like change, but after the last couple of years in COVID, you pretty much just have to adjust and go with the flow. And my big change of moving to Kauai was certainly scary, even if I love being here. Mary Beth slightly missed the mark in saying that I easily let go of being wronged. She was correct in that I will forgive things done to me pretty quickly, but I fully admit that I hold grudges and I'm not good at letting go of things that were done to those I love. 
and fiercely loyal as we've discovered in other episodes. Mary Beth also talked about me letting go of things that I feel hold me back. And I wasn't sure about that part of it, but the more I thought about it, I feel like I've gotten better at letting go of material things. I used to be a collector of sorts in anything that held sentimental value. I moved away from this in preparing to move across the ocean and also our minimalist episode. I felt really good letting go of things and letting and holding on to the memories, but then get rid of the physical items. I have pictures and I'll always have memories of my wonderful experiences and I don't need the physical items. Space is a premium here in Hawaii. So I really didn't miss that I didn't have as much to move, unpack and organize. <laughs> Overall, Mary Beth was pretty right on in calling me a juggler as I feel like I'm always juggling my life and all the craziness that comes with it. Elsie, how did you feel going into this episode? Well, I have to admit, when I first heard about this episode, I was a little uneasy. I had reached out to Mary Beth to see what she meant about a quote-unquote reading. I do not want my future to be read because I prefer to trust God. That in and of itself could be an entire, entirely separate episode and rabbit hole to go down, but that's for another time. I brought up this fact in numbers and Shay was very respectful of that, but she did let slip that, or I guess rather allude to the fact that my future in June of 2022 would be a big month for me. And at the time we didn't know that June 1st was when we're going to be moving into our new home. So that was weird. After some clarification that this is a personality reading and not a fortune telling, I felt a little bit better, but still cautious. This challenge was definitely outside my comfort zone. But there has to be some mysticism there. I mean, after talking to Mary Beth about her superpower of reading people's superpowers and reading the sirens reports, there are certain things that just make me go, hmm, how did she know that? For instance, spirituality and art were brought up in my report. Like, what are the odds? Spirituality was brought up in my numbers report, too. The fact that she said my superpower is truth finder has really made me noodle on this since we got our reports a few months back. I always have this pit in my gut if there's something that's just not quite right about a situation. This has resulted in being shunned in grade school. I had two friends confess to me about harming themselves, and when I reported it to the principal, I uh, was no longer friends with them, which was sad, but they were okay. This also got me in trouble at work. My boss would often want me to play along with the string of lies and we'd banter back and forth because why? Truth is so much easier to keep straight. Ain't nobody got time for lies. And there was this time in my life where some of the people closest to me were lying. And I will always rely on that gut feeling to be my beacon in the future. I've learned over the years to never doubt it. So... I do disagree with the report where she says that I'm not like a bull in a china shop and I'm not impulsive. As a type seven Enneagram, <laughs> I'm probably one of the most impulsive people out there. I mean, for instance, one Tuesday evening after dinner, we were next to a tattoo parlor and I'm like, what? She was right though, that I do need to get rid of clutter. And when I'm just surviving, I have bad habits. TC, what did you think of your reading? As I read the description of my superpower, I wanted to be the person I was reading about. And really, how easy is it to believe someone who is saying things about you that you would like to be true? 
She says my superpower is the acceptor, the one who can get through to people. In all honesty, I had a tough time deciding how I feel about her reading of my superpowers. I mean, do I think it's accurate or do I want to think it's accurate? I don't know the answer. There are parts I feel confident about. Some statements I'm confident are accurate and some that I'm sure are not. She says, you care more about relationships than about appearances and things. I think this is completely true. I'm much more about relationships than most anything else. On the other hand, she says, no one has ever accused you of being shallow. But actually, I've been told that on more than one occasion by more than one person and in many different ways. I've been called the queen of hedonism. I've been told that, quote, my rainbows and butterflies outlook on life is unrealistic and shallow. I've been told fun is that fun isn't the most important thing in the world. Fun is a big priority for me. And I've been told that it's shallow. Now, if she means that I'm not shallow, I do agree. I think fun is deeply important. She talks about my acceptance of people, and I agree with this. While I don't have a ton of patience for self-pity and wallowing in sorrow or negativity, I do accept people for who they are and probably give people a lot more chances than I should sometimes. She also refers to me as an extremely sensitive person. (laughs) All I can say in response to that is, huh? In the end, she says, this is a world-altering superpower. And really, who doesn't want to hear that and believe that about themselves? Which takes me right back to how I started. I don't know if it's accurate about who I am or who I want to be. Sirens, I'm curious. Overall, do you think Mary Beth Robinson hit the nail on the head with her description of your superpowers? I... I do think that she was pretty, she was pretty, I think I agree with her. I I think that I do um, take personally when I feel like someone is slighted, even if it's not me, if I see it happening around me, here's an example. Tracy might remember that she might not a few years back. Oh my gosh. This is like back in 2016. I worked on this team where we helped close this really big deal. This not a deal deal, but it was like um it was just a big project that had I can't talk about, but it had a lot of moving parts and we had to get this thing closed um so that we could minimize some risk to the company that I work for. And when it was all said and done, our boss took everybody out for a happy hour, but only the people in our department. He didn't like and, and I felt like there were some other people that should be included. It's outside of the department and it really hurt my feelings. And I was invited. I called Tracy and talked about that. I don't know if you remember that Tracy. I do remember that. And that is very, you, I agree. You were like, I don't understand why (laughs) you're so upset. (laughs) You know, in hindsight, everybody to you wanted everybody to be included that should have been. Yeah. But the, you know, it was my boss taking his team that worked on it out, not the entire project team. You know, it was just, it was weird. It was a weird thing to, to feel offended about. I got over it. I had part of my 
I guess one, the way that Tracy put it was pretty right on with the, like, I don't know if this is who I want to be um, or who I am. Because part of mine said that you're very flighty and change your opinions based on how others around you feel. And I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like the way that it was said. It made me sound like I read it as like, oh, you're not going to stick to your, stick to your guns or stick to your morals. Like if those around you want to do this thing that you feel is wrong, it's fine. You'll, you'll do it too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the way it was meant, but that's the way I read it. And I was just like, well, I don't feel like I'm like that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't describe you as flighty. No, but like, I can see some truth in that because you've kind of been the middleman once or twice between me and other people that I'm butting heads with like a bull in a China shop. (laughs) And I feel like you can see both sides of things, not necessarily that you're changing your morals, but you can empathize with both sides. Maybe is that putting a way too positive spin on it? I don't know. (laughs) I like that spin on it. I'm okay with it. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard flighty as a good thing unless you're referring to birds. <laughs> this this idea of, of reading it, because I felt like I did this a lot. I would read it. I'd read part of it. And I would sit there and try to think about how it might be true and which parts of it could be true and sort of turning it into how it is true, which does that then mean that it was accurate or am I just looking at it and trying to make it accurate because I want this to be so on point and I want to be able to say that wow I think that this is a perfect reading you know but then there were some parts of it that I just couldn't even do that at all I mean it said that I'm creative but I like (laughs) to explore and I like to meet new people well the exploring is very true but I wouldn't I don't like meeting new people it's the it's the anti-Sara I'm I'm the introvert that doesn't like to go out and meet people so you know, some parts of it were just, just not true. So you like to meet our guests. Yeah, but it's, you know, again, this is a different kind of meeting. I'm, I'm not the focus. I'm part of a group and I don't have to, I'm, I'm not carrying the conversation. And it's very different to do that on a Zoom meeting, I think, than it is in person as well. Um, that's why, I, you know, Zoom is awesome for me. I can, I can disconnect quite well in a meeting if it's a, when it's a Zoom meeting, but you can't do that when you're meeting people in person. And I'm not actually meeting the person. Really, that person's meeting us. It's a very different sort of feel. Mm, for sense. instance, I would not love being a guest on a podcast, for instance, right? Because that's very you know, different. You know what would be interesting would be if we each took a printout of all five readings and highlighted in our tail color the things we thought were us and look at all of the different readings and see which one has the most highlighting. Hmm. So like if I took all five and I read them all and highlighted everything I thought matched me in orange, I wonder which one of the five readings would have the most orange. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like how much of it can be applied to any person who's reading this reading. Mm -hmm. 
Or how much of it would a person, by their natural inclination of wanting to think relatively positively about themselves, would say, oh, I accept everyone. Like, you want to believe that you're accepting. So, yes, I'm accepting. Yeah, there were things in everybody's where I'm like, oh, I feel like that could easily be me. And I will say, Mm -hmm. Sarah, for you, I wrote down my notes beforehand and it sounded a lot like part of your soapbox where I wrote spark of magic. I've seen pictures of her and Bill's travels and they look magical. She also likes people who are curious. And I feel like that's why she gets along so well as a siren. So there's that. But I also feel like maybe there are some things that we don't like in our readings, because maybe that is the negative parts about ourselves we don't like. Could that be a possibility, too? Yeah, Tracy, Mm -hmm. do you hate that you're really sensitive? (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow, Mer laughed real hard at that. (laughs) That was not scripted. I have moments of sensitivity. Like when I step on a thumbtack, it hurts. When you drink something really cold, ice cream. Yes. No, I don't even get brain freeze. If it comes to your dogs or your tortoises, you are very defensive and sensitive. I'm not, I don't think that to me with sensitive means that you're, you're easily moved. And I don't necessarily, I love my, I don't think sensitive and loving are the same. I can, I can love fiercely, but I wouldn't consider myself a sensitive person. Would you consider a sensitive person to be someone who was upset that multiple departments didn't get invited out by their boss for a happy <laughs> Yes, I would. Whereas I'd be on the sidelines like I was on the other line of the phone with you saying, buck up little campers and move on. <laughs> that's right. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> and maybe that's why you need to have a second uh, meeting with her to dive deeper on what some of these things mean. Cause some of them you could take a couple different ways. Now, so- I saw lots of statements like that, that, you know, like um, the one I, I pointed out was people, no one has ever accused you of being shallow. If by that, she means that I am very not shallow. I'm not sure I said that right. I would agree. I'm not shallow, but I have been accused of being shallow because of my decidedly positive outlook. So in, in, the, in our meeting with Mary Beth, she had said that you could email her and she would arrange a call with you to go over it, like a 45 minute call. I, I'm guessing nobody did that. I did not. Yeah, I, I didn't get around to it in time, but I just, I feel like that would be kind of interesting to sort of delve into it and see if she can flesh some of these things out a little bit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Really do that. And, and maybe find out what, what, what is it that makes her feel that this is your superpower? What, what is it that made her think that and feel that? All right, listeners, you are about to dive deeper into the conversation that Sarah was just talking about with into our recorded meeting with Mary Beth Robinson that took place on September 14th when we chatted about her reading our her reading of our superpowers. It's it's been interesting doing podcasts because 
a lot. I'm, I'm doing more and more of a po of podcast with more than one person. And um, especially doing the information, the, re the write-up before we get on, I'm noticing that the people who are on podcasts together have some similarities. Not that they have the same superpower, um, because that doesn't, I mean, that's incredibly rare that this somebody is, in fact, I've never done a reading with somebody who has the exact same superpower as someone else, because we all have our own flavor of it. Like somebody could be a chef, but they may be a chef and they specialize in seafood and somebody else is a pastry chef. You know, they're all, they've all got their own flavor, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, but with you all, it was really, what was really interesting was the commonality with each of you was um, that there is, there are things coming to fruition for, oh, excuse me, my cat's eating something. She loves to eat paper, which is, you know, fabulous. <laughs> um, but um, the thing that you all had in common is that new things are coming into your life and that you're experiencing yourself as, as something that you are not surprised by, but things are really coming out of you and that are, that are very you. And you're all like, huh, I'm going to give voice to this. This is interesting. This is kind of like, this is kind of a new part of me that I'm not necessarily used to um, talking about, or um, this is, this is me, but I usually don't really, you know, I'm not out there as that person. And that was something that, that in each of your readings, I was really clear about. So as, as I kept doing readings for you all, I was like, oh my gosh, this seems to be a theme. And that's why I did the reading for all of you, you know, for the group, because I thought it was so interesting, especially with five people, is that there are things coming out for each of you that you're like a lot of self-discovery and a lot of not only discovering of yourselves, but really talking about it and getting comfortable with talking about how you're experiencing yourself differently, if that makes sense. Because that's certainly the thing that I got as uh, you know, the further I got into it, I'm like, wow, this is very familiar. And so it was really interesting to see, to see that happening because sometimes the purpose is, oh, we just kind of got together. And then you realize, wow, there's, there's no accident that the five of us are doing all of this together. That's really cool to hear. That's fun. Mm -hmm. it, I think it's super cool because I tend to attract people who are um, not your everyday people, like people who are, who have been through stuff in their life, who have faced it head on, who have learned, who have expanded. And, um, that's kind of who I work with. That's who wants to work with me. And, um, and that is much more interesting anyway, because those are the kind of people that I want to, uh, that I want to talk to, but you're each going through your own metamorphosis. And I was just going to say, keep it up, keep it up, expand. If you're thinking, oh gosh, this is the dumbest thing in the world, but I, I've got this idea, go ahead and pitch it to each other because 
there's a purpose for you all being together. And I think it's like, whatever is next for you, you're really digging deep and it's coming out and it may be a little uncomfortable, you know, like, gosh, you know, I've never, I've never, I've never really, you know, it's not anything embarrassing. It's just sometimes uncomfortable being who we are. You know, we kind of have this face that we give everybody and we're comfortable with it, but it's, but there's so much more to us and you all are wanting to each get out there with, this is who I really am. Does that ring true to anybody? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that because you said it may be uncomfortable and the whole point is inspiring people to get out of their comfort zones and explore because that's where we learn about ourselves. And so that makes a lot of sense. Mary Beth, is there any particular challenge that you, that you have for us to complete before we get together in November? Oh gosh, I do. I do. And this is really specific. That's such a great question to ask. Um, and I, and I say this because I have had, so my superpower is that I know what people's superpowers are. Um, like people are like, how do you, how do you know? And I'm like, how do you not know? I mean, that's just the, that's the stuff that comes in for me. And, um, but I realized there was something missing and I didn't realize it until recently. And um, I, um, and I'm just silly. Like when I was young, I wanted to be a Muppet, you know, like silly, like super silly. And, um, and so what I did is I started a, a, TikTok account with one of my like plushy puppets, who's a frog. So, <laughs> so and his name is Happy Zen Frog. And we just do these hilarious 15 second videos all the time. Like if I'm cleaning out the garage, you know, I have a video of him helping me, helping me clean up, you know, whatever, you know, sitting there petting the cat, you know, he's like super funny, but it's, it's allowed a lot of like, I'm not comfortable pitching myself, you know, like I'm, I'm a responsible person. I was a chiropractor for years, blah, 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 all that stuff. But at the heart, you know, what my friends know is that I am silly, silly, silly. And I love to laugh and I love to have a good time. And that's not necessarily something that you see from me doing readings. So what I would say is the challenge is, is what's something that you may have always wanted to do, but have never done. Like for me, it's like the other day, my husband and I were watching something in like the San Diego, the San Diego chicken or some mascot was on. And I'm like, man, I could do that hands down no further preparation. You put me in a suit, I'll be a mascot. And so what would that be for each of you? And, and it doesn't have to necessarily be related to your superpower, but it's also something that is so such an expression of yours that you're like, this may sound stupid, but one day I'd like to do this, or one day I could do this. So because you all are practicing being out there and discovering and expressing that, I think that would be something kind of fun because when I started doing my, 
my happy Zen frog. TikTok, I have no agenda with it. I just thought it would be fun. And um, it's just opened up the playful side of me that was around when I was a kid. And I'm 52 now. So, you know, sometimes we get a little more serious when we get older, or at least I have. Yeah. Tracy Cole, it's gotten <laughs> very serious. Young. When you get young. Sorry. What's the, <laughs> when you get young? Right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's my I... challenge. When yeah. I was young, I wanted to marry Ernie Muppet and move to Sesame Street. Oh, I always liked Oscar or Bert. I like the grumpy ones. <laughs> I loved I mean, Oscar and Bert. And my husband looks, do you all remember um, Sam the Eagle who would deliver the news? Yes. Mm-hmm. He looks just like Sam the Eagle. I got him a, <laughs> I got him a Sam the Eagle t-shirt that says, you all are weirdos. It was so funny. funny. And he wears it. That's funny. So with the readings that we have, how can we apply them between here and the recording so we can get the most out of them and have a really good conversation with you? Yeah. You know what? If anyone wants like a 45 minute call with me, just email me and we'll do it. You know, if you're like, I just want a little bit more clarity. Um, Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) right right because you know what i mean if you if there weren't five of you if there were two of you we would totally go through it on the podcast because that's what i do all the time i'm like you know what let's just see this in action you know here's here are the highlights and let's go a little bit deeper so um what we what we may want to do is if anyone wants a follow-up call i'd be super happy to do that because my 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 work is really designed as a write-up because it kind of sets the groundwork for everything. Because when you get the write-up, it is kind of like, oh, okay. It kind of, sometimes it, it's it's never a surprise. It's never like, oh, that's kind of way out of left field. It's usually like, you know what? I do know that. I had just not really considered that something special about me. And, um, so, so I kind of set the stage and then we do the read and then we do the call. And so that's a two part thing. So if any of you would like to do that, that would be great. Um, the thing that I would say is, um, homework wise, that could be interesting is looking at your superpower and realizing just how easy it is to do. Like, how is it easier than I thought? If that makes sense. It's kind of a weird concept, but what I do is so in the face of life is hard. Like we have this idea that life is hard and it, we should have to, like for me, I went to be a chiropractor because it wasn't enough for me to say, I work intuitively with people. I didn't want anyone to think that I was a fraud, a weirdo, you know, whatever. And I always wanted to be, you know, serious and be respected and all this stuff. And here I am, this like totally fun, funny, silly person who has a lot of intuitive ability. And so I went to chiropractic school and I studied a lot and I practiced. And really what I could have done it's just gone right into what I was doing. Now, 
I didn't know what my gift was at the time, but I think we make it harder than it has to be. And um, so if, if we could have that be our homework, like, how is it just easy? How it is, how is it so easy? How, like, if you're thinking, let's say you're a great, um, like you're a great storyteller and you're like, but I don't have anything, any stories to tell. And so your homework could be tell two people a story and find out just how easy it is. Like it could be, I went to lunch with a friend of mine and I told her a story. You know what I mean? Like, this is fun. Like, or I went on a walk with people I usually go on a walk with and I told a story and it was, it didn't take any more time out of my, out of my day. And it made our walk super fun. Something like that. So I wrote down that our homework is to do our superpower and notice how easy it is for us to do that thing, whatever it is. Yeah. Because there's, there's actually a gap between Okay, I know my superpower and I'm doing my superpower. And we have and what's in between, what's in the middle of those two things is it's going to be hard. Like I don't know how to do that. I don't have that all set up and just really realizing just how easy it is. Okay. And getting on the phone with me. <laughs> That's not your official homework, but it is available. And I'm super nice. <laughs> you can probably tell. Yes. <laughs> like people are safe with me. I know it, it, like that's the worst thing to say. You know, that's like saying you could tell me anything, but that should be obvious. But um, but I'm really respectful and and above anything else, very positive. There's never anything negative. You know, the only thing that might seem negative is, you know, these, this is a challenge. Like this is the challenge you faced and you've come through it and you've done great, but for your, per your, you know, for your superpower, people face this challenge and it's, but it's just really more an acknowledgement of how far you've come. Do you have any specific questions that you would like to ask, would like us to ask you during the recording in November? Um, you know what? I, I don't. And the, the reason is, is usually stuff comes up that is like germane to the conversation. And so feel free to jump in and say, you know, like, for instance, like I got the riot up. I, I saw some stuff in myself, but it's hard to then translate it to my life. And how do I do that? You know, those are great questions. And, and if I got that question, I would take whomever that was and say, you know, for instance, here's what I see that's possible. And, um, and it's usually, you know, there's, there are several themes that come up all the time, like, you know, but how could I do that? Because we usually think my superpower is a job. And rarely is it a job. You know, if we could have a superpower and we could do 15 different jobs and still use our superpower in each of them. I think another part of our soapbox was going to be, because we've done a couple deep dives into personality types. So we've done Enneagram, we've done um, numerology, uh, 16 personalities, color, mm-hmm. 
we've done all these different things. So we were yeah. going to study each of our own and see where uh -oh, iPhone is entering the waiting room. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get double the Sarah, double the fun. Yes. <laughs> um, so we were going to kind of compare and contrast all of them and see what similarities there was that bill. Who? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to Let's see, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> uh, compare and contrast all those different things and see what was the same with the, the superpowers. Cause That's right, I, I already noticed quite a few in mine. Um, yeah. So I think one of the questions that's going to organically come up is like, how do you get to that point where you're reading someone's superpower? Is that just part of your superpower? You can't explain it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it is like, how do you not? I mean, that is literally how my brain works. Like my daughter will say, mom, we could do a superpower reading for me. And I'm like, okay, hold on. And I just like get quiet and I switch my brain and, you know, it's kind of like an actor who kind of gets in character or a singer who warms up their voice. It's just like, oh, okay. I just, that is how my brain has worked and it's how it's always worked. Like when I was a kid, I remember saying like, is this person safe? Like, you know, if one of my parents' friends or something that I'm spending, you know, like an hour or so with, you know, if they're, my mom brings me over to the Brownings and says, we watch Mary Beth and I'm like, are they safe? You know, what are they like? So I just have done it from an early age and each of you with your superpower, you do the same. Like you do things that my, my superpower seems to a lot of people, super cool. And I'm like, everybody has a super cool superpower and it's equally as cool as mine, if not cooler. It's just, we don't see it because like, I never thought my intuitive abilities were very special because they'd always been around and they're easy. They're easy. You know, we're like, well, in order to have something be valuable, we have to work really, really hard for it. Well, that's kind of not how superpowers work. I mean, sure, we work on them and we get better at them, but we have them and we've always had them and we've always used them. So I think it's really interesting to look at how that goes with the Enneagram and numerology and everything like that, because those are just different takes on who we are. And they, you know, and they all kind of combine but they touch on special things for each of, you know, special parts of our personality, I think. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, we're not just, you know, it's not like, oh, this is my superpower. That's it. There's so much more to us. Like, I didn't realize that having a TikTok channel with a puppet, with a frog puppet, was going to bring me so much joy. <laughs> And it's, it's something I really needed to do because I'm like, it's so fun. And I took my former um, mother-in-law and former sister-in-law. We're still super good friends. And we, um, we went up to Denver. I'm in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So um, we went up to Denver on Monday and I brought the frog and they were like, <laughs> whatever. And by the end, they were like, let's put the frog in this place at the restaurant. Let's take a picture and let's, you know, like it was so much fun. 
And we had a ball with all the pictures with Happy Zen Frog. Is that what the TikTok is called? Yeah, it is Happy Zen Frog. Yes. Siren Soapbox is following it already. Oh, (laughs) very good. (laughs) I mean, it literally, I, I put no thought into it. I just turn on the thing and there goes the frog. That's fine. Very cool. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't have a purpose, you know, with that. It's just to be fun. So, you know, there's a Denver's lot. Denver's so fun. I feel like nobody would even look twice at that. They'd just be like, oh, look at that fun frog. <laughs> I know. Like, it's just, it's funny because, you know, I watch, I watch him and I'm like, there was like a day that Happy Zen Frog felt felt bad and I'm like there's just a picture of me with my hand on him like just comforting (laughs) you know like whatever it's fine froggy right it's gonna be okay tomorrow will be a better day and I thought you know in our world with all this like stuff going on who doesn't want to be in the who has no responsibilities sorry Uh, whoa what was that I opened TikTok and it started making noise. Uh, I was oh, yes, a happy Zen that. frog. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. So if we call you when we call you yeah. for the more information, what kind of information are we going to get? Like, what, what what does that call look like? You know what? That is a great question. and But it's impossible to answer because... One of the way I, the ways I've kind of programmed myself is, is that we'll use, we, we may reference what I wrote in your write-up and we may not. What I want to do is give you the, the, the most helpful Im- information for where you are now. And um, so I'll do a reading at the beginning and I'm like, okay, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm seeing. And then we'll just kind of talk. And it'll go which direction it needs to go. I know that's like wonderfully not helpful, but, (laughs) but that's, I mean, every, every call is really different and it depends where you are when we make the call. Sometimes people have trouble getting in with me. They're like, oh my gosh, this thing happened. And I'm like, that's perfect because it wasn't time to do the call yet. And so Um, so we'll just go into whatever it is I see that day and we'll talk about specifics and, and we'll just, we'll go back and forth and we'll go where we need to go. So it's, but it will always be about having like whatever needs to be realized at the time and whatever needs to be thought about will come out. So the reading is, is about who we are and how we are. It's not necessarily like a reading into what's going to happen in our future or things like that. Like, I'm just trying to get a sense of what the reading is because we all have different belief systems. And I want to be sure I, I want to determine who's comfortable with that and who's not. Exactly. You know, I'm not a fortune teller. I really tune in with people's essence and we really, that's really where we go is you know, how do I get more in touch with me, more in touch with what I love to do, what I'm made to do, what I'm designed to do, and what brings me joy. So um, I'm not a fortune teller at all. And, you know, people are like, does my boyfriend love me? I'm all, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's not really in my wheelhouse. (laughs) 
And um, because, maybe you should talk to him about that. <laughs> right, exactly. Don't talk to me about it. Um, but um, but really what I, um, the information I get is I just get a sense of your essence and of your energy signature. And then in that there's like, it's kind of like, I'm a, like a, what is it? A satellite dish. And I, you know, I pick up the vibes and I'm like, oh, there's so much information here. Like if you tuned into ABC, you'd be like, okay, you know, ABC has this show on and there's so much information there. And that's kind of how I do it with people. Um, and, uh, and I do get a concern from people about if I am a fortune teller. And some people are like, I don't like that. And other people are like, I don't trust that. Or other people are like, I don't want to know that. That does not really come up ever. And that is not, I don't find that helpful for me to do. And that's why it's not in my wheelhouse. Because knowing your essence, like whether your boyfriend loves you or not, and I'm just using that as a silly example, but whether somebody's boyfriend loves them or not, I'm like, how can you be a better person? How can you be more of you and be more authentic? And that I think is more helpful than talking about a bunch of extraneous things. Does that answer your question? It, uh, it does, I think, yeah. Okay, okay. If you have any more concerns or questions, that is, um, please ask. Um, so I don't know anything about light workers really other than the little bit that I've researched. Would you say it's kind of similar to a light worker? I, I feel like they try and help people to get to where they're supposed to be in their life. Um, or I guess, how is that? How are, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people who consider themselves light workers and I love that. Um, it's not something that I would have come up with on my own. I don't, um, I don't feel like I'm not, or that I am. I just feel like, wow, I know what my purpose is and I'm doing it. And it's always positive. Like it's just how it is. And, um, so I feel like in that way, it totally fits in with what light workers talk about and stuff. It's just not a term. I mean, basically, I'm just like, listen, I'm just doing my, I'm just being Mary Beth. I'm just being who I'm supposed to be. And um, so I don't really have much of a name for it. I think it's a great name. It's just not something I would have ever come up with on my own. If that makes any sense. So we could, following this... Um, those of us who want to do the 45 minutes, send her an email and try to get that in to her within the next couple of days so we can get those scheduled. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't, you can include, if you're comfortable saying why you didn't do it in your soapbox. And those of us who did do it can talk about that 45 minutes and the comparison with the other, the other personality things we've done. What do you guys all think of that? Works for me. That works. Oh, Sarah's that's a in the nod car. from Sarah. Sure. <laughs> hey, I, I'm I'm a I'm a mover. If not a shaker, I'm a mover. <laughs> Definitely moving right now. <laughs> Do you all have any questions for me? 
have I been like, I, I'm probably very vague, but you are, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, Um, no, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just, you know, we're just trying to wrap our heads around, around it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and when there are five of you, it's like, it's a bit of a challenge, you know? And the other thing is, um, my, my, I, I, I would love to put my stuff in kind of like an A, B, C, D, E, F, G kind of like here are the steps, but you know, there are no steps. There is just awakening and understanding and a deepening of understanding and, you know, amazing things happen. And then you talk about this and it's like, okay, that fits in. That also fits in. So um, I just deal with everybody as they are. And I deal with the time that I talk to them. So we could talk about many, many different things and we'll just see what's appropriate as we get there. Like in like a really long list of names or titles that you give superpowers or do you have like 12 and someone fits in there and then you add some details that differentiate people. What does oh, that look like? That is a, the best question I think I've ever been asked. I, I, <laughs> that's right. You get a superpower gold star for that. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, there are, there are as many superpowers as there are people. So there, you know, like, you know, with astrology, you've got the, the, I don't know, the 12 different types. Mm -hmm. There are as many superpowers as there are people like, so for instance, now I've never worked with Oprah Winfrey, but I did in one episode, I, my friends, um, uh, we worked close to my house when she was finishing her show. We, we came over to my house for lunch and watched her show. And when she was interviewing Ianla Van Zant, I was like, I know Oprah's superpower. Got it. And her superpower, according to me, is that she digs for the truth and she shares it with the world. Done. That's her superpower. Now, so you can see it's not like it's so specific. Now, some people may have a similar kind of superpower, but it's going to have their own flavor. You know, like, so so Oprah isn't someone who just wants to know. She wants to know and she wants to share it with the world. Like, it wouldn't be okay for her just to share stuff, just to like have this, this talk show where she talked about nothing. Um, and it also wouldn't be okay to learn the truth or learn truths and not share them. So there's such different um, flavors. I mean, I have done a reading with a guy who has the energy of a sequoia tree. How weird is that? But he so is. He is like, it's just super, super strange. And so, you know, you go from like, it just depends on the person. I have never had anyone who has a really similar um, superpower. So, um, so to answer your question, there are billions of superpowers and we get down to your specific one with your specific flavor. It would be so much easier if there were like 12, (laughs) you know, I could be like, great. I've already done the write-up on this and here's this, 
but it doesn't happen. So, you know, with every person I'm starting anew and I'm just sorting through all the stuff in my brain and I'm like, what can I see? What can I see? And then I give people a flavor of their superpower because we all have, not only do we have a superpower, we have all these other talents and everything. So it's never just, you're this. It's like, this is your flair. You know, this is your, your deal. Well, that's pretty cool because then that means that Oprah and I are very, very similar. That's right. <laughs> Jesus said, so Oprah, I believe in your especially good company, but I'm a truth finder too. Nice. There you go. So yeah, it's, it's really, I mean, there are people who, who have got some similarities, but I mean, you, I, I, each of us are unique and like incredibly unique. So um, yeah, I wish it were easier and easier to, to talk about and say you're in this category or this category, but it just, that is not what I find. I would, I'd love to do it, put in everyone in categories, but that is just not, that's not how my, that's not how my work works. And my, my, uh, promises to give people their information in as much detail and which with as much depth and, and in a way that they can understand it as possible. So when I do a reading, it's like, okay, we're starting from scratch. Let's see who this person is. Um, You're muted. <laughs> I was muted. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I was muted because my dog was barking. He's fat. I'm going to drop him off at the dump when I'm done. <laughs> uh, no, you mean my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you do a superpower reading just mm -hmm. from an email, like how these are all actually questions for this. I know. So Why, I'll stop. Let's not I'll stop. get all that yet. I'll right. Stop. Yeah. That, but as a quick answer. Questions. It's a quick answer. It's just how my brain works. If I, and, and sometimes I'll need like a little bit more from somebody, but if I, you know, if, especially if people are more like self-aware, it's so much easier. Literally the reading writes itself and I just mm -hmm. keep up, you know, try to keep up with it. Um, but it just comes in like, as if I tuned into a radio station and I could hear that song really clearly that's how it is for me. And then sometimes it's like pulling teeth. Teenagers are the worst. Oh my gosh. The only teenager I will do a reading for is probably my kid because I know her so well, but they're all over the place. So yeah. they're hard. I could see that. Yeah. Cause so much is happening. They're like totally in transition you know, they can be completely shut down. They can just be in chaos and it's just harder. They haven't had life kick them around enough you know? <laughs> so that they're like, oh gosh, I got broken open and I had to like mend myself and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying, oh my gosh, life has to be this huge traumatic event because it doesn't, but we all go through stuff that um, helps us discover who we really are. Yeah there's so much to talk about. And I think that, that if we leave it 
if we leave it open, which I'm sure you all, I, it sounds like you all have experienced many times that the show goes in the direction that it needs to go in. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be the case typically. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, were we really going to go there? Okay. Like (laughs) some of my podcasts, I'm like, oh no, are we really going to go there? Like, shoot, I did not want to do this on a podcast. Like I had a podcast where um, um, I had done this podcast with this guy and he's just a great guy. And he's like, will you do a reading for my aunt? And I'm like, yeah. So she calls into the show and I'm like, anyway, to make a long story short, his son had drowned when he was very young. And so as I'm doing the reading for the aunt, I'm like, how come this information keeps coming in? What is the deal with water? And what is, what is happening? Because this is, and so, you know, boy, we went in a direction I did not expect. Yeah, I imagine wow. that's kind of yeah. crazy. It was crazy, and you know, I mean, you, I mean, to to talk about that with parents who have lost a child. I mm-hmm. mean, I was like, I've got these people's heart in my hands, and I want to be super careful to be kind and loving and affirming with them. And you know, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just can't even imagine being in that situation. So I was, that was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Does anybody else have anything for now or so? All right. Well, Mary Beth, we'll let you go. We'll be in touch. We'll each send you an email and uh, schedule unless we're not going to, but if we're going to send you an email and uh, schedule our call with you and then um, we'll get back together November 14th. Is that right? Yep. All right. And also remember, think of something that you're like, gosh, this would be so fun. And um, that's just kind of like this wild hair I've got, you know, that I'm like, boy, this would be super fun. Just think about that kind of thing, because that opens things up as well. All right. That actually helps you do your superpower better. All right. And uh, go say hi to Happy Zen Frog. (laughs) <laughs> we will for sure. Yes. Okay. Right. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, nice Mary. Bye. You, you. you too. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed that little conversation that we had with Mary Beth Robinson. We want to leave you guys with a challenge this week. Talk to your friends about what your superpower is. Maybe your friends have a different perspective on your superpower. Put your superpower to use and tell us all about it. You can tag us on social media. Um, using the hashtag Siren Soapbox or send an email to sirensoapbox at gmail.com. Sirens, thank you for sharing your superpower with us. I've enjoyed learning about all the ways you girls are amazing, even though I've always known that you're amazing. Oh, you are too. Mm. Thanks. And thank you, fellow explorer, for listening to this episode. Take a second to like and subscribe wherever you're listening. And uh, that way you won't miss a single release. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.